beep, beep, beep. Smelly feet, biscuits. Smelly feet, biscuits for your dog. Little geek, lost. Cyanide from Little Geek Lost, and you're listening to a one, another wonderful podcast with one of my favorite British people, Matt. Um, we talk about wonderful randomness, so I hope you enjoy it. I don't even have like any notes for this episode, but I do have would you rather questions. Oh, well, I'm always up for would you rather. <laughs> would you rather is just a great game. Yeah, because we didn't do it last time. Yeah. So I figured this time we would do them, and I just pulled like five random ones off of reddit <laughs> so they're, they're kind of oh, they're, 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 they're gonna be fun ones then yeah they're, they're, they're gonna be good if they came from reddit yeah because i was just like where can i find good ones i will go to reddit <laughs> yeah. uh we were talking on the podcast um a couple of months ago there's a there's a subreddit which is all about people wanting like dragon porn <laughs> But it's not just like they want, you know, dragons, you know. It started out, I think it was they wanted dragons, you know, having sex with women. And then it became dragons having sex with hot cars. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh, well, I've got like a 92 Chevy, uh, you know, whatever. And I really want someone to, like, draw a dragon mount in it. Um and oh then like, someone else replies and they're like, oh, I had that same car too. I also would like to see this. It's like, how, how on earth did this become a wow. thing? It's but the I'm, internet. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad it became a thing, you know? That's so random. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be yeah, like, was it, I want is it, dragons. Uh, is it rule 63? <laughs> yeah. Where everything can become sexy. Surely there's a specific rule number for... You know, people who want weird commissions. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> that's just bizarre. A dragon having sex with your car. Yeah. Like, that's very specific. Yeah. It's like, you know, don't get me wrong. Dragons are cool, and there are certain cars that are cool. Yeah. You know, they're, they're cool, like, aesthetic things. But at no point have I ever sat there and gone, <laughs> I'd really love to see like a three-headed dragon just like going at it on top of this classic muscle car. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 to me is just, that, that to me is sort of mind-bogglingly scary. Yeah. I mean, like if you're like walking down the street and you see this dragon, you're the first thought, you'd be like, cool, it's a dragon. And then it's like, wait a minute, what's that dragon doing? What's that dragon doing with that Mustang? Yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna keep walking and not look at the dragon. See, the weird thing is, is it's gonna surely, depending on where you are in the world, the age of the car has to come into play. Yeah. Because if it's a car straight off the forecourt and it's a brand new model, you know, it's less than a year old, and that's wrong. <laughs> so where do you draw the line with you know like the age of cars <laughs> the age of consent with cars yeah exactly you know if, if, we're, if we're going to accept this as a full-blown scenario then you need to um uh oh my god i just completely forgot where i was going with that <laughs> that's 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 how much it's traumatized me. <laughs> you need to have like some kind of 
rules or Egypt yeah. sent things or yeah it, to you, go off of. Yeah, it's sort of you know, can it only be like vintage cars? So it's like, what would it be? It'd be like Kilf. Yeah, you know, cars <laughs> I'd like to fuck <laughs> slash dragons. <laughs> you know, but you know for a fact that there's going to be some guy out there who's sort of like, oh yeah, I want this year's Honda Civic and I want like a baby dragon. Yeah, and you're like, no, dude, that's just too far. That's What's just wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thankfully, it didn't stop with cars. There was one with a, a dragon spearing like an old Spanish galleon. Oh my with his, god! With this giant dragon penis. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So. What about yeah. the other way? Like, what if someone's like, I want to see a 67 Impala fuck a dragon? <laughs> now, now, to be honest, I think that'd be kind of interesting because it's like, how would you draw a car dick? <laughs> you know, just How would you do it? Would it, would it just be a, a car that's got a big dick or would it be a car that's got, you know, like a mechanical car dick? I think it'd be like a, big, like a pipe. Like, it'd be like part of like yeah. a muffler pipe or something. Yeah. And then, to, what is it going to shoot? Like engine coolant, today, or <laughs> yeah. you know, gasoline, or something? That's I don't know. It's 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 a very very dark place we've gone to already, and it is the Lord's day. So, yeah. <laughs> one, if not both of us, is going to help. Well, I think we already established that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. me, me and my friend Alex from college, we had a we had a pact. We said whoever got there first had to save a seat for the other one. <laughs> I think it at least would be nice and warm because I'm always cold. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that if I'm really good and repent everything on my deathbed and apologize and accept the Lord's embrace into my heart, that I'll go to heaven and they've got air conditioning. Because I'm the opposite. I hate being too hot. If I'm too, <laughs> if I'm too hot, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, I'm going to have a bad time. Yeah, I'm yeah. always cold. I'm the complete opposite. Always yeah. cold. <laughs> ah, you're you're one of those lizard women. Yes. That's a, I, there's a there's a girl I work with who's always cold. Yep. Always. And today she was complaining. She's like, "Oh, I'm you know, I'm so cold. I'm so cold." And I put my hand on her head. And it's like you're running a fever. <laughs> you can't be cold. You should go to the doctors. No, I'm not going to doctors. Well, then be cold forever <laughs> and, and die like the lizard scum that you are. Yeah. I get to the point where, like, even in, like, most offices, because they're usually a lot colder, my fingernails will actually turn blue. Like, always cold. And I've like, yeah. had, like, my iron tested and stuff in my blood, too, to see, like, if there's some deficiency. My doctor's like, nope. Yeah. You're just strange. But not I do to, have... This... Not to go, like, too serious <laughs> on this podcast, because kind of, I know that can go horribly wrong, but um, have you had your thyroid checked yep. out? Is that all fine? It's actually like it's right on the bubble. Every time right. they test it, it's like right there. Where like if it's yeah. a little bit lower, because I actually do have like almost everything for like low thyroid stuff. Mm. But it's like every time I get it tested, it's like right, like right on the bubble. And it's like, well, just give me medication, <laughs> see if it gets better. Yeah. Have you been tested for lizard DNA? I have not. But I've been listening to a lot of like weird paranormal and conspiracy podcasts, so I could very well be like a lizard person <laughs> and not if, know it. If it turns out that you are a lizard person, then well, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly support you as as a, <laughs> as a brand new species and fight for your right to live peacefully among us. Because lizard rights, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I th I think I'd rather have lizard people than most of the people we have today. Yeah, 
They'd probably be a lot less assholes. Yeah, there was there was a guy this morning who sort of fumbled his words while he was ordering, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I can't talk this morning." And I just said, "Don't worry, most people around here can't even handle basic grunts." <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, "It's okay. I'm from here. I can make fun of these people." <laughs> I, I was born. Them. I was born and raised in this shithole. <laughs> I, I, I'm allowed to make fun of them for being stupid. <laughs> Good old grump bucks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make uh, a t-shirt of the of grump bucks. <clears throat> and it's going to be like the Starbucks logo with just like a grumpy person on it. <laughs> I have like a whole list of like t-shirts I'm going to make. <laughs> and yeah, that's going to be one of them. You know what? If I, if I don't get fired for my general like terribleness <laughs> whilst, whilst at work, I'm going to get fired for this. I can feel it. <laughs> They don't listen to my podcast. You never know. Hey, <laughs> so, someone listened to the Intercomics podcast and got us uh, got our episode taken down because we used a David Hasselhoff song. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> any, so anything's up. possible, man. The, 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 you know, the CIA in conjunction with the Rand Corporation, <laughs> it, who's a subsidiary of Sony Music, BMC. Yep. They are uh, everywhere. But see, if I'm a lizard person then I can be, like, a part of the conspiracy. And they won't mess with me and my species. Oh, I thought you were going to play the species card and be like, y- you, ca- you, can't, you can't stop me from doing anything because that's racist towards yeah, lizards. exactly. <laughs> that's where it's going to be in, like, ten years. <laughs> well, while we're on the subject of uh, animals and animal species, I came across my, my new favorite animal yesterday. Oh yeah, what's that? There's a, a a new David Attenborough series on that's all about um, Singapore. Okay, and it's about the because he because he's become one of like the fastest growing cities over the last sort of thirty forty years, I think. And it was about how they've put certain things in place so nature and modern life can live together, and there are certain like safe zones, oh, nice. which are. The, you know, the yeah, you know, so sort of like natural wildlife preserves. Yeah. Uh, and it's just sort of, you know, how everything sort of works together. And out there they have an animal called a, I think it's a pangolin. Oh, weird. And it's like a little anteater. It looks like a Pokemon. It's a little <laughs> anteater, but it's got sort of like dinosaur scales. All oh, the way along. yeah, I think, oh. I've, I think I've heard of that. It's almost like some kind of like armadillo looking type thing, but it's kind of like slimy. Yeah, and I, you know there was little baby ones. I was like, "This is the best thing. I just want one of these now." <laughs> I was like, "Move over, orangutan. You're now not top of the tree anymore." <laughs> Pangolin. That's where it's at. Yeah, those definitely are like prehistoric looking little things. Yeah, they're, they're so cool. Animals are great. I, I, you know, I still won't stop eating them. Yeah. Some, some of them t- taste delicious. Exactly. Uh, and as, as we found out with Jack, anyone who's a vegetarian and or vegan is the first to die in the apocalypse. Exactly. Because you're yeah. going to eat them. <laughs> it, it's the rule with all foods. Whenever you sit down and eat a meal, you always eat the thing you dislike first. Yeah, that's out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, what, what am I doing tonight? Tonight we're doing, we're having pork chops and stuffing, and potatoes, and greens, and some Yorkshire pudding, and I'm going to eat, I'll eat the greens first, because they're the worst part of it. And save the Yorkshire pudding for last. Yeah, I'll get, like, some potatoes, some stuffing, and, like, chop up my pork chop really fine, 
and then I'll put that in the Yorkshire pudding. Oh. And then sort of like smush it all down so I can have like everything in one go. I love Yorkshire puddings. They are they are the best. Every time I like go to my dad's and my stepmom makes them and she'll be like, oh, they didn't turn out right this time. I'm like, I don't care. I'll still eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, making you give them to me. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing about it over here is, is sort of like if you make a bad batch once... It sticks with you. <laughs> it's like there's still a story of it. It's, it's well before I came along. I think it was even before my older brother was born, when my mum and dad were first married, and they'd had one of my mum's brothers round for tea, and it was him and his then wife had come round, and she made some Yorkshire puddings, and they'd just not risen at all. They were just flat. They were like pancakes. I was like. How how can anyone be mad at this? This is yeah. I if we, if we could if I could have a flatter Yorkshire pudding, which meant I could have more Yorkshire pudding, <laughs> then I'm totally down with this. But it still gets brought up every time Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> it's like tonight I will hear that story, whether I want to or not. It will be it will be told, and I'm like, yes, I've heard this one. Well, I'm going to tell it anyway. It's like, uh, but yeah, Yorkshire, Yorkshire puddings are great. Um, I love it in the winter because we tend to do like great big giant Yorkshire puddings and then oh, just wow. fill, fill them with stew. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> that, oh, it's it's incredible. It's it's just the best. It's, it's what I like to call hot brown. <laughs> hot brown is just comfort food. You know, it's filling, it's mm-hmm. warming. It's, it's just, it's everything that you want. It's like the food, it's like the food that your grandma would give you yeah. if you went to see her. And grandmas in my experience are always the best cooks oh yeah always. my grandma used to make like a separate plate for our dog like we bring our little toy poodle over for dinner and yeah. she'd make like a separate little like bowl of just like mashed potatoes and like bits of turkey and bits of stuffing yeah. so our dog would always like lose her shit every time we were going to my grandma's house hey i i can't i can't say anything we did the same i we had a we had a, a, a golden labrador for most of my childhood um, unfortunately, we had to have him put down when I was about sixteen. I think oh. he was just—he was—he was just old and suffering, so we had to let him go. But every Sunday, he would just sit in the kitchen and stare at the oven because he knew what was in it. <laughs> it. It didn't matter what meat we were cooking. <laughs> like if if there was something with a bone on it, he was just like a pig in shit. He was so happy. <laughs> but every week, he'd always get the same. He'd get a little bowl with some gravy in it and some Yorkshire puddings and some <laughs> potatoes and like a little bit of meat and oh I've never seen a dog eat so fast <laughs> he just sort of inhaled it it was it was magical and then once he'd finished his he'd sort of wiggle his way through the house to the dining room and they just sit there and look and you're like no you've eaten yours and then you pull, you pull out the sad face and you're yep. like can I just give him one of mine just to make him stop <laughs> like no because if you give him more he'll just keep doing it yep that's how my dog is now. He just sits there and like stares at you with his big puppy dog eyes, like he's starving to death. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much they've eaten during the day. Yeah. It's like I fed you twice. Oh yeah. You, know, you you've eaten everything this morning. You even went outside and ate a bird. <laughs> Look at me like that. It's just no still. It's just stare. Big. Big brown eyes and just look at you. Yep. And you'll cave. <laughs> you will. You always cave. Oh yeah. Matter. Yeah. Takes a cruel person to be like, no, you're not yeah. getting any. <laughs> yeah. Dogs, those manipulative bastards. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I guess we should actually get to stuff. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. Well, this it... is how most of my podcasts are anyways, you know. Yeah. We could talk about the poop fees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we need to bring up the poop fees because they've, they've, they've been... Yeah, I think they've been one of the most consistent things in our <laughs> relationship. Um, a little, just just a little background for, for those of you that are terrified as to where this is going. Uh, Mandy and I are quite you know frequent snappers to one another. Yes. And more often than not, it's just pictures of coffee or the place that serves coffee or just gratuitous selfies because we're bored yeah um but every so often i get a snap from mandy and i was you know sitting on the toilet while i was <laughs> so you know i'd send a snap back you know big big smiley face and a big thumbs up or whatever and the reply would always come are you sitting on the toilet <laughs> so i think I, th- I think it's there's at least one a week where yeah. i'm sit- sitting on the can and to, to be honest, I just think it marks a certain point in a friendship because yeah, I've I've FaceTimed with some of my friends and <laughs> been you know been stood up and taken a piss at the same time. It's like nothing can see like you can't see yeah. anything, you just see my face. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a your voice is all echoey and why is there running water? <laughs> it's like oh, I'm just taking a piss. You know, it's. I think we just reached that certain point now yeah. where it's just. It, it's not, yeah. You know, I, th- I think it's like in a, you know, in any in any other relationship between a couple, where you just hit a certain point where you just don't care if you if you go into the bathroom while they're there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we, you know, we've been living together for however long it is. It's <laughs> sort of like I know what your farts smell like. <laughs> so walking in on you while you're taking a shit, it's not really that bad. I'm just going to brush my teeth and then leave. Yeah, exactly. You know? So now we just send poop selfies to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it but, is but, probably at least a, at least a couple a week, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's... Personally, I think... I, I'm quite comfortable when it comes to the bathroom. You know, I'm not I'm not going to sit there and just leave the door open and you know, just sort of chat to people. But, you know, it's like the everyone knows what happens. Yeah. Everyone knows what goes on. And I always get just really confused and irritated when people tell me that they don't check that's like, what weird yeah it's like how do you how do you not check your bowel movements you gotta kind of have to to see if you're like healthy or like bleeding yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like if blood came from any other orifice you'd be freaking out yeah if it, if it comes out of your butt and you're like well, I'm not saying anything to the doctor. That is your own goddamn fault. Yeah, you des- exactly. deserve to have horrible illnesses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like to I like to know what I'm putting into my body and what's coming out of my body. Yeah, it's, you know, the, whole, it's the whole process. <laughs> it's just safe. You know? um, me, me and my older sister. Um, it was uh, it was when she was at college and I was at high school. Um, you know, we'd sit around the table and eat on an evening, and more often than not, we'd get onto the subject of, you know, our bowel movements of the day. <laughs> and my mum would sit there with her head in her hands. She's like, "Oh, do we do we not have to talk about this at the table?" It's like this is a healthy conversation. <laughs> you know, what would you rather us do? Just be yelling at one another, another and not getting on. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thankful for my sister for teaching me the, you know, the. The etiquette of, you know, poo sampling. <laughs> it's, 
it, it, it's become, you know, a stringent, you know, regimented thing that happens in my life now. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what I'd do if I didn't check. You know, yeah. some, sometimes you just, sometimes you don't want to look because you, you know, you've eaten, you've eaten too many tacos and it's just, <laughs> yeah. just not fun. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had one that, honest to God, looked like a snake curled <laughs> up in the bottom of a, a couple of coils and then a little, little head almost popping out of the water. Um, and I was just in awe. Yeah. It, it, it was even better than the one that I thought was a dead mouse. <laughs> you pooped out a dead mouse. Yeah, it was just, you know, this tiny little body and then like a really thin tail that tapered out. I was like, is that a mouse or is that my shit? <laughs> I, I, I was really I was really worried for a, you know, a moment. So I thought, did did I eat a mouse? <laughs> what did I eat? You're yeah. just confused. Yeah, it's, you know, if you look down there and there's something that isn't supposed to be there, I yeah. don't know. What, I, I remember being younger and it was when my, my sister first started smoking and nobody knew. And I'm guessing she went and did it in the bathroom with the window open and the extractor fan on. <laughs> and I, you know, I stood up one day and flushed and white and everything. And as I'm turning around to sort of put the seat back down, I was like, there's a cigarette butt. <laughs> Why did a cigarette butt come out of my butt? <laughs> yes. I don't remember eating that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have, have I been like, you know, sleep litter picking again? <laughs> did I get hungry? Um, yeah, so, you know, check. And I, I'm not saying that you should send pictures to everyone that you know. <laughs> because, you know, some, some people are kind of funny about that. But... I, I think with you know cer- certain certain friends, when you've reached a certain level of friendship, that it's totally acceptable. Well, it's the same with like when you blow your nose, everyone checks, or you should be checking. Same thing. It, it, yeah, if you don't check what's coming out of your nose, then there's something wrong with you. When stuff be- leaves your body, you should be checking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Recently, we've had a a really bad uh cold epidemic over the last sort of like month or so. Um, and it's sort of like you start out, it's come and hit people as a cold, and then it's gotten worse and worse. And everyone has got, you know, like a chest infection or yeah. a throat infection or something like that. It's just, it's it's some sort of new super strain. And you know, there was a there was a couple of days during my illness a few weeks ago where every time I blew my nose, there was blood. Yeah, and I'm like, this is. This is really gross because it's like, where you know, is it is it coming from the back of my nose because I'm blowing my nose too hard because I'm trying to get rid of all this crap, or is it coming from the back of my throat because all I've done is cough for five days? Yeah, well, and stuff like that too. You're like, why am I bleeding? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was one of my. I remember there was one of my lecturers at uni who was, had to go in for an operation because for you know, so like fifty years. Every day he drank uh, whiskey and smoked cigars, and he just worn away the back of his throat. Oh wow! So he's just coughing up blood all the time. I was like, "Wow, that's 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 a good reason for me to not drink whiskey anymore." <laughs> yeah, drink less of it. <laughs> yeah, this was back in the good old days when you could smoke in a pub. Yeah, you know, when you you weren't forced to go outside and you know have everyone sneer at you as you walk through. Yep. It's like, fuck you, I know what I'm doing, it's my choice. <laughs> Go eat a bag of dicks. There's a lot of, like, colds and shit going around right now, and when I was in a merge 
from my back, there was like, I think three or four people with like strep throat and there's like some other stomach flu going around. It was crazy. Yeah. See, I don't know about you, but we we always get told from our right wing media and right wing nut jobs that it's the immigrants. <laughs> it's it's always their fault. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter what's going on, but it's usually whenever there's a new <laughs> illness around, it's immigrants, and they're the reason that we have it. Or it's just you know change in seasons. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually what brings it here. Yeah. We we have had a crazy week this week where. It has gone from being sort of gloriously sunny, you know, bright blue skies, hardly a cloud, you know. There's been a cold wind, but, you know, fairly lovely day. Go from that to thunderstorms with hail. Oh, wow. Space of about 20 minutes. We've been pretty lucky. We've had, like, decent weather the last few weeks. Usually, like, there's been years where it's been snowing Mm. in, like, the end of April, so we've been lucky this year <laughs> yeah my, my favorite thing is though is people are like oh what's going on with this weather i thought it was summer yeah. like, it, it isn't summer it's spring <laughs> right? spring is fucked up <laughs> yeah and we've just gone through april and what's april famous for april, april shower. showers <laughs> yeah. exactly <You> know. <laughs> doesn't it rain all the time in england anyways um isn't it just dreary <laughs> most, most of the time yeah it's why you know it's why all of the best uh, artists come from England because it's just a horrible place to live. <laughs> we, we, we embrace the hate, the mopiness. Um, yeah, um, I mean, well, hell, even in the summer we can have rain, but there's usually a couple of weeks in the summer where it's warm and sunny every day, just like everywhere else. But I mean. We're a little island in the North Atlantic. Yeah. If we're not getting, you know, if we're not getting um, crappy weather from the continent, we're getting it from the ocean. You know, we get it on both sides. Yep. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to my um, my uncle who he lives out in Canada. He's lived uh, uh, he's lived out in um, Alberta for well, pretty much like since the seventies. Since about 74, 75. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every time he came over, he'd always tell us some great stories about, you know, there were six-foot snowdrifts and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then I remember one time he came over and he was on about the heat wave that they'd had one summer. Oh, wow. I was like, I was like what do you mean heat wave? He's like, <laughs> yeah, heat wave. The opposite of a cold wave. <laughs> um, but it's, it's one of those things that he'd sort of just... For me, I always forget about is just the the sheer size of the landmass. Yeah, you know, and the clo- <laughs> closer you get to the middle, the less you know, the less the weather changes. So if you're going to get cold, it's intense cold. If you're going to get heat, it's intense heat. I was like, I can't imagine like Canada having a drought, but apparently it happens. It's a thing. Yeah, it's usually like in the middle of the country too. You know, but yeah, I mean, England is famous for having all four seasons in a single day. Yeah, we get that here. Like even like lately, the last couple of weeks, you wake up in the morning and there's frost on the car, so you have to turn like the heat on and defrost it. And then by the end of the day, it's 17 degrees outside, so you're turning the air conditioning on in the car. Yeah, we get that a lot. Weather. It's just it's just there to keep us on our toes. That's all it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> but 
it's, it's the thing that I never get. It's like, you know, there's a huge percentage of the population over here that go to Spain on holiday. And they go to Spain and they just talk about how great it is over there and how it's hot and sunny. It's like, well, go live over there then. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I don't want to live with Spaniards. Don't like a lot of people go to the south of France too? Isn't yeah. that like a thing? Yeah, go to the south of France. Oh, it's beautiful. It's lovely. There's a, there's a woman who lives across the road from us. She's a friend of my mom's. And I can guarantee every time she goes on holiday, we have a week to ten days of just beautiful sunshine. <laughs> and Jeez. wherever she goes on holiday, it always rains. <laughs> it's it's terrific. She comes back and we are browner than she is. It, it's, oh it's fantastic. It's like, this, this proves that there is a god. <laughs> a god of mischief. The first time we went to Vegas, there was like a windstorm, and it was like maybe seven degrees Celsius for most of the week. It was pretty awful. And we're like, this is Nevada. And it was like, I think it was the end of February, so it wasn't quite like turning like warm weather that for them yet, but it was just, it was awful. Like, you could barely even go outside. It was just freezing and like super windy, and you're like, we pretty much just went out at night then, because <laughs> it died down. Yeah, I see. That's the thing. You don't expect Vegas to have like a weather system. You don't expect it to ever change. Yeah. You just think, in my mind, Vegas is always a thousand degrees and nighttime. There was um, just recently, I think like a month or two months ago, they were, like almost had flooding on the streets because they're like, you know, with it being the desert, when it rains, it goes nowhere. It just yeah. stays in the city, and there was like actual like flooding in the streets, like down the strip and stuff. I'm like, that'd be like so crazy to see. Jesus. <laughs> well, would you like to do some would you rathers? Yes, I would. <laughs> I would rather. <laughs> so I just picked five random ones from Reddit, actually, like right before the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I just like went through. I'm like, All right, I'm just going to pick some random ones. So first one, would you rather live in a world where Godzilla was real or vampires? Uh, Godzilla. That's an easy one. <laughs> I'd have to agree because, like, he's just usually confined over to, like, Japan or some shit, right? Yeah. He doesn't really... Or if he comes to, like, even to North America, he comes to New York, so he's yeah. not coming that far inland. Yeah, he either goes to New York or he goes to San Francisco. Yeah. It's, you know... I'd, I'd much rather live in a world where there is a giant radioactive lizard than... You know for a fact if we had vampires, they'd just be Ponzi. Yeah, they, they they wouldn't they wouldn't be cool and badass like you think they're gonna be. They just they'd wear crushed velvet and have yeah. ruffles and <laughs> oh, just, yeah. just be they'd, they'd be like you know the vampire version of Made in Chelsea. Where it's <laughs> yeah. just a just a bunch of rich vampire <laughs> kids and they're all like, oh well, I'm gonna spend all my money today. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna spend all my money today, but I'm really gonna complain about that Shanice doesn't love me because <laughs> she slept with Tarquin or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, who, do, who doesn't other... want to live in a world with giant lizards? Come well, on. and the other thing too with the vampires is there's like the threat of them too. So they're like always going to be somewhere. They're like always, you know, possibly like waiting in the shadows to like yeah, but drink your blood and shit. To be honest, we could just have a, you know, a little more garlic with our food. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like... You know, you 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 sort of like you find those stories that have got you know the ancient vampires, and they're from sort of like northeast Europe. Mm -hmm. You know, all the zanias. 
they don't ever come from Italy. No. Yeah, they don't ever come from France. It's 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 always you know Eastern Europe. Yeah. So may, maybe they just don't have garlic over there. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. I'm trying to think, like, because my family's from Ukraine, but I don't think there's like a lot of garlic in like most of our actual like Ukrainian dishes. Yeah. Like I don't remember there being like a lot of garlic in pierogies or cabbage rolls or anything. Yeah. So I can I can definitely see that that's why like they don't like garlic. <laughs> mm. Well, and I think too with the I mean the other side of vampires, most people are pretty well versed in vampires and vampire culture just from pop culture so you'd know how to kill them mm. they probably wouldn't last very long yeah and to be honest I would love to see a group of vampires come to Doncaster on a Saturday night <laughs> because there is no way they are getting out alive or, un- <laughs> or undead or however they want to be <laughs> you know they are someone's going to shiv them in the chest and that's it no more vampires yeah you know, and then someone's going to be running around with a cape on that they stole from a dead vampire, <laughs> and then picking fights with someone else. So, <laughs> vampires really is the the worst choice there. So, yeah, it has to be Godzilla. Well, I think too with Godzilla because like if there's Godzilla, there's probably like another Godzilla, or they're breeding somehow, and yeah. then they have like little baby Godzillas. Yeah, and then hopefully we'll get Mothra. <laughs> Mothra just comes. Come back, Mothra. Um, Although I hope Baby Godzilla doesn't look as bad as the old Baby Godzilla, which is just like a turd with some eyes. Yeah, that that was genuinely just that was more frightening than the big. (laughs) The eyes were like off too; like they were just like really shitty looking eyes. I'm pretty certain they modeled the baby from Jim Henson's Dinosaurs off of that. Because yeah. he had the big googly eyes. He, I mean, he was pink. He wasn't brown, but yeah. he, he did look like a big pink turd. Yeah. So. I can see that. Yeah, it's just. And like uh, for some reason, like the baby Godzilla suit looked like it was like slimy. Yeah. It just seemed like it was like a little bit shiny, and I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I never really noticed that before. <laughs> Shiny, yeah. a little shiny poop. <laughs> well, did did they do that on MythBusters? Did they find out if you can polish a turd? I don't know. I I, I seem to remember talking to someone <laughs> about it, and they were they were sort of like, "Oh, well, you can polish a turd, but you've got to you've got to bake it for so long, and then <laughs> you've got to rub it with a special substance." It's like, so you can't po- just polish a turd, <laughs> right? Okay, that's pointless. I'm not doing that. <laughs> That'd be a great Mythbusters episode. <laughs> I- I'm sure it's somewhere online. I'm sure you'll be able to find it. There's everything online, so I'm sure. <laughs> okay, right. next one. Next one is: Would you rather only ever wear sandals or always have wet socks? Oh, <laughs> see that—that's a tough one because I hate both sandals and wet socks. See. I'd probably pick sandals, even though my feet would probably always be cold. I'd be like one of those weirdos that wore socks and sandals and just deal with it because wet socks would be completely awful and make me even more cold. See, I know. I think I think I'd probably just go for wet socks because it's like I don't think feet are a part of the body that should ever be seen. 
<laughs> feet are just weird. But it doesn't say that you can't wear socks with your sandals. <laughs> yeah, true. But have you ever seen a person wearing socks and sandals and you've not wanted to punch them in the face? No. <laughs> See, you, it's, it doesn't exist. It's not a thing. So if you're wearing, in, in my mind, if you're wearing sandals, you're going full-blown Spartan. Yep. And you just you, you just got your toes hanging out, and every, everyone's got horrible feet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't care how perfect your life has been, how amazing your <laughs> genes are. Feet are just weird. Yes, even more weird than the woman who was in the uh, Aeon Flux movie that had hands for feet. Yeah, that was messed up. That 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 turned my stomach. That, <laughs> that, was, that was unpleasant. Um. <laughs> See, wet socks are horrible. Like, genuinely, like, just make me feel uncomfortable. But I think I would rather have that than show off my feet. <laughs> I, I, I don't even like seeing my feet when I go take a shower. You know, <laughs> I, I just, you know, sort of try not to look down there. Just close my eyes when I'm cleaning below the waist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's all fine. It's good. Oh, what's that? <laughs> oh, it's just toe. Um, so it's safe to say you don't have a foot fetish. <laughs> oh, no, I, I really don't. I don't understand the people that do. I don't know yeah. how anyone find feet sexy. I don't get that either. And you hear like the people that go to the sites where it's like people stepping on like food and squishing it with their feet and stuff. Oh, oh, that's yeah. That's, I don't know. No, that's, that's just gross. <laughs> oh no, I couldn't do that. Um, see, I think I'd rather have wet socks. Does it stipulate how wet the socks are? No, it just says wet socks. Uh, because I know I've put, I've taken socks off the radiator, like in the morning when I'm getting dressed, and put them on, and they're not fully dry. Yeah, it's like this is kind of gross. But you know, for a fact, within an hour, your socks are dry. Yeah. So I th- I think I'd run the risk of like mild discomfort and then my socks be fine. Then yeah. go for sandals. So yeah, I I I definitely have to pick the sandals though because I wouldn't be able to handle the wet socks. I think that'd make me colder. So I would be that weirdo that wore socks with sandals and not give a fuck cause... You could always dip your <laughs> socks in hot water though. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. might warm you up. Yeah. Until they get cold. <laughs> yeah. right. Or just book the system altogether and get that that water resistant fabric. Yeah. And the water just rolls off. It's like, well, I'm only wearing socks made out of this stuff, so up yours, Reddit. <laughs> Alright, next one. Would you rather cut off four toes and receive seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars or chop off two fingers for one point five million dollars? Hmm. And it doesn't say that you don't get to pick, so you probably get to pick which fingers. All right, okay. See, I don't know, because I do a lot of stuff with my hands. You know, I, I don't think I'd be able to handle it if one of my, like, if two of my fingers were out of action. But it could just be, like, your pinky fingers. Yeah, Gone. but it's, you know, you, you, you know you'd lose... <laughs> I think I'd rather just be like, look, take the foot, just take the whole foot, <laughs> and I'll have one of those sweet, like, robotic feet than, like, m- miss both of my pinkies. Because I know for a fact that 
you know, while I don't really think I use my pinkies all that much, there's, you know, certain times, like when you're typing, yeah. your pinkies are a lifesaver because they can just reach the queue. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to move your whole hand to do it. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd have to go with the feet. To be honest, you'd be doing me a favor because it'd be <laughs> four, four less toes to work. Yeah. Um, four less toes to look at. Yeah. And to be honest, I I could fall over sitting down, so it wouldn't affect my balance. My my balance is shot, and so I wouldn't have to worry about that. And I I could get a cane. I could get a cool cane. <laughs> I'd I'd get like a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar cane. That's what I get. You could have like a pimp walk to go with it because your toes yeah. are missing. Yeah, <laughs> and then I have like a have like a sword in it and like a bottle opener. It'd be like the Swiss Army cane. <laughs> that's what that's what it would be. Yeah, um, I think I'd agree. You'd probably go with the toes, but I'd probably yeah. pick like every other toe kind of thing, so it'd be spread out, and then I could still like probably walk decently enough. That's then it's the same thing because like your feet are mostly covered up most of the time, anyways. So it'd just be a matter of like balance versus aesthetics yeah and to be honest i don't think i'd mind having like a a fake like slip on foot you know like a little little rubber sole that i put my foot into so it looks like i have an ordinary foot (laughs) like those fake hobbit feet that you could get online exactly yeah just just like hobbit feet (laughs) you you couldn't do that with your hands you couldn't get like you know like a glove that you could put on that would give you an extra finger because people would just notice that you've yeah. got like rubbery fingers. Yeah. <laughs> it you just know, like uh, bends over all weird. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's it's like what if they what if they, you know, changed their mind and I couldn't pick and they took my two middle fingers. Yeah. It's like I use those most of all. <laughs> but you could still kinda do like the British one. Well, well you no, used your no. ring finger. <laughs> Well, well, that just looked like I was sort of doing the horns, but really badly. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at my hands now, and you just, just, it's like what, what is, what is? You giving me a W? What's the W stuff? You. I know I'm flipping you off. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's gonna have to be the toes. I take the less money and have my foot deformed than have more money and get rid of something that's actually useful to me. Yeah. Well, plus you don't want to, like, if you have, like, a fake rubber hand or, like, a rubber finger and then you're sitting there steaming espresso and it, like, melts. Yeah. It's like a big horror show. (laughs) It would be kind of sweet, though, to, you know, just sort of sit there and, like, cut at my finger with some scissors. (laughs) Just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I was distracted. Like, what are you doing to your hand? It's like, oh, nothing. Just put my finger off because I'd rather do that than talk to you. Or like, um, it could be empty, and you could put like a little hole in it and like hide like booze in it. Oh, well, yeah, just like a, just like you know, a tiny little straw. Or you can just like, yep. You, you, you don't think you don't really. You wouldn't even get like a shot though, would you? You'd um, have to. It'd you'd probably have be like half a shot. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Like depending yeah. on, well, I guess pretty much any finger. Yeah, it might be like half a shot. Is that have you seen those bras that they do? Yeah, they've got like little liquid pockets in, so you can drink out of your bra. Yeah, you need that. You need like some sort of tube going from your fake finger, and you have to run up your arm into like one of those camel hump things. Yeah, but then you've got to deal with the fact of you walking around, and people are like, 
why is this jackass sucking his finger? <laughs> and, you know, the police officers just show up and be like, so you just walked past a bunch of children sucking your finger? We're going to have to take you down, down. <laughs> It's like, no, no, I was just drinking. Here, suck your finger. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> if I show up on the news, I don't want it to be something, uh, like, horrifically embarrassing. <laughs> You're sucking your finger past a group of children. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's 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 not the guy that I want to be remembered as. So, <laughs> I'd rather be the guy that's you know hobbling around, not sucking his finger, <laughs> with a cane that can do everything. Swiss Army cane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. Would you rather sound like a chipmunk or smell like feet for the rest of your life? <laughs> but I oh, guess we've oh, already established the the feet thing <laughs> see my, my feet aren't particularly smelly so if i could smell like my own feet i think that'd be okay if i could if i smelled like someone else's gross feet yeah then i think i'd go for the chipmunk i'd probably pick the chipmunk because it's yeah. easier to sound like weird <laughs> yeah. i mean it wouldn't be that terrible because you could still talk and people would yeah. still understand you I, I i just go and get one of those um Tranquiotomy microphones. Yeah. Yes, I had an operation. I do not sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I do in that situation. But if it was, if I could smell like my own feet for the rest of my life, then I think I could maybe live with that. Yeah. But sounding like a chipmunk does give you endless scope to just fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, Mandy, come and stay over at my house. And then in the middle of the night, you just hear this high pitched sing. <laughs> and it's like, that would be so much fun. Like, ah, 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 I heard this weird singing in the middle of the night. <laughs> Did you really tell me more? <laughs> It'd be terrifying. Yeah. It'd be oh, so creepy. That would be terrific. But I don't know. I, th- I think there's. I. I, I See, I'm not. I'm not sure which would be worse for my love life. Me, me looking like I do, which is a fairly big guy, <laughs> sounding like a chipmunk, or being a little bit smelly. Because to be fair, there are much smellier, much smellier people out there than people who smell like feet. Yes. You know, there there are people out there that don't understand that water and soap together makes clean. Yeah. Or there's yeah. just like those people that. Like, no matter how much they actually be, they still smell like the food they've eaten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went to see... Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I went to see <laughs> the new Captain America movie on Friday night, and the guy that was sat next to me... I had my friend Lee on my left, and the guy who was sat on my right smell of, like, week-old sweat and, su- and Subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and at first, all I could smell was the sweat. <laughs> and then it gets about an hour in the film, and I'm like, someone eating sweat? <laughs> and I realized it was the same guy. And it's like, that that just sort of... You know those smells where you're like, I'm not sure whether that's, like, amazing or disgusting? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether this is sort of, like, melted chocolate or someone's face is on fire <laughs> yeah it'd be even um so yeah i don't think smelling like uh like feet for the rest of my life would be that bad 
because you yeah. could dis- you could easily disguise it. It would That's cost true. you a fortune, but you know you could just sort of bathe in aqua velva or whatever you want to use yeah well that's just it there's probably ways to like cover the smell or mask it for a little bit at least but how are you going to get around oh my name's mandel (laughs) i can can probably get away with it because i would just rock it because i'm awesome and i don't give a fuck (laughs) but yeah it'd be kind of hard for you as a dude to be like hi (laughs) what's the um as a there's a viner. She's she's fairly you know she's fairly young. She's sort of twenty something, and she's got a really high pitched voice. She sounds like, um, Timmy Turner. Oh yeah. Fairly odd parents. That's her natural voice, and yeah, I've seen her post a bunch of things about how people have like called her up and then like, yeah, can we speak to your mommy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, I own my own home. I'm in my twenties. I just have a high pitched voice. <laughs> Yeah, as much fun as you could have with people, no one would take you seriously. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like what? What if I grow up one day and become, you know, a diplomat? <laughs> how how are you gonna sort of work out a peace treaty if you sound like fucking Alvin? <laughs> then you use your voice modulator. <laughs> now I will sound like Soundwave. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, so smelly feet, I think. <laughs> I would pick chipmunk voice. All right, so this last one is pretty good. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty okay, out I, I, there. <laughs> hang on, let me let me get let me get comfortable. Uh, right, I'm ready. Okay, would you rather be submitted to a mental asylum for five years or a sex slave to Hitler for a month? You know what? That's the first hardest <laughs> choice that we've had out of this game. Um, I would pick mental asylum because I think that, like, if you're in there and you know you're really not crazy, it's probably not that big a deal. And, like, you're left alone. You don't have to work. You're basically, like, you know, you might you might have a roommate, but you might be lucky enough to have your own room. And it'd be, like, a nice little... You know, five years, you don't have to work, you don't have to worry about paying bills. But, if your sexual proclivities were a little out there, then maybe, you know, Hitler's not such a bad choice. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, what is the worst that could happen? He'll have you dress up like a Nazi. Yep. And then have sex on him. Well, and the good thing going that way for Hitler is there is all those reports that he had a micropenis. Yeah, exactly. You know, may- maybe he was a watcher. Maybe <laughs> he, his slave, all you'd have to do is just, you know, satisfy Ava Braun while he sat in the corner. <laughs> you know, it's it's it, it's no worse than, you know, that, you know, the, the first time you bring someone home when you're still living with your parents <laughs> and you're, you, you, you're desperately trying to tear each other's clothes off and you know, be intimate with one another, but at the same time, you're trying not to make any sound whatsoever. <laughs> you know, it can't be any more stressful than that. What if Hitler had a foot fetish? <laughs> well, then he'd want to do. Then I'm assuming if he, if he was the one with the foot fetish, <laughs> then he'd want to do stuff to my feet. 
So I wouldn't have to look. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Just blindfold me and go to town. <laughs> what if uh, he wanted you to do stuff to his feet? Uh, th- then I would uh, kill Hitler <laughs> and become the supreme leader of the Third Reich and usher in a new era of peace. Um, see... I, I, I'm just sort of stalling for time now because you know my my answer is actually going to be pretty clear. I just wanted to give Hitler a fair <laughs> shout because he's you know he gets such a bad reputation. He uh, you know everyone's always so mean about him, but he was trying his best. He was just a bit you know he, he just went off the rails a little. Yeah. Um. So I I I think I'd rather go into a mental institution. Um. Having experienced the mental health care that's given in the United Kingdom, I can't say as it would be all that bad. Because if it's anything like my experience, you'd just spend a year and a half at home waiting. <laughs> so, you know, 18 months of those five years, you're going to be at home anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you're just going to be able to chill out in your room. Um, you know, they give you, they give you three hots yeah. every day. You know, like you say, you might get lucky to have your own padded room. Yeah. Just think, just think of the fun, a padded room. Yeah. Just bounce all over the place. That'd be great. You're heavily medicated for most of the time. You've got free drugs. Yep. And, you know, some of some of those drugs are, are good. So some of them <laughs> some of them are just okay. Some of them are good. Yeah. Um I would just sleep most of the time and be like, fuck you, yeah. I'm just sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It's and and you've always scoped for if you're a little bit bored and you want to go on a magical adventure one afternoon, you could just sort of flip out for a bit until they inject you with like <laughs> you know yeah. horse tranquilizer or whatever, goat tranquilizer, and then you go off and you'd be chasing hobbits for the afternoon. Yeah, it's like la 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 la. Um, well, there's not really any consequences either. I mean, you're already in a mental institution, so. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, what, as punishment, they're going to dope you up and stick you outside in a wheelchair where you can look at some pretty flowers. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> the, the horror. The horror of it all. I know. And like I said, you wouldn't have to work. You wouldn't have to worry about, like, bills or anything. You know, you just kind of hang out. And if I wasn't crazy, then... I'm pretty certain I could I could use my time to create some kind of revolution inside the establishment, <laughs> so I could get all the other crazies onto my side, and we could we could reenact the scene from Natural Born Killers in the prison, <laughs> and I could drive Tony Stark out into the woods. Yep, which would be super. Um, so yeah, to be honest, that that is it's a fairly easy option. It's like you know. Have sex with one of the most evil people that's ever lived, or have a cushy holiday for five. Yeah. Months. It's yeah, you kind of you kind of going to go for that one, aren't you? You just be like, oh, see you guys. I'm taking five years off. I'm going to commit myself. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Bye. Tell me what happens on Game of Thrones. Bye. <laughs> see, I think that it might be like different if you lived in the states mm. because their healthcare system's a lot different, and you get like the really like shady mental asylums and stuff but in canada and i imagine like in the uk and europe and stuff i mean it's like 
just a nice little vacation hotel. Yeah. <laughs> or hospital. I, I, I'm hoping it's a little like prison. So while I'm in there, I could get, I could get my doctorate in something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just be like, right, well, I've got, you know, I've got a big color TV. I've got, you know, video games. I've got access to mind altering drugs. Yeah. And uh, by the time I leave, I'm going to be, uh, you know, a professor of, I don't know. Rainbow unicorns or whatever the hell I want to, you know, specialize in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the more comfortable option. But yeah, you know, maybe if you ask me this, like in the middle of winter when it's cold and <laughs> I'm alone and it's dark and it's like, would you, would you suck Hitler's tiny penis? I'd be like, yes, I just need some closeness. <laughs> I need some companionship. Yeah. Like, I, I think I could lie to Hitler, though. I think, oh, they'd be like, oh, Hitler, it's so big. <laughs> oh, Hitler, you, you are the Fuhrer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I could do that, but it takes an awful lot of effort, and I have a hard enough time just sort of, like, interacting with people on a regular, normal, everyday <laughs> basis. Like, you know, just sort of make, making small talk is one of the most exhausting things that I can think of. <laughs> it re- really takes it out of me. The last time I was in a cab, the guy was talking at me, oh. and I was just like, I don't want to talk to you. I just, hate that. It's like, let me just sit in silence. It's like, I love those grumpy taxi drivers that don't ever want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, where, like, where to? You tell them, like, all right. And then they, they drive you there and be like, £12.50, please. There you go, mate. Cheers. All right, bye. That's and like that's what I hate in the morning about working in an office is like you have to do the good morning gauntlet, and I fucking hate it because I have to walk past like everybody to get to my desk, and it's just like good morning, good morning, good morning, and then where I sit, the coffee's right there, so everyone comes yeah. by and they're like, oh, good morning, good morning. And I'm like, fuck off! I don't want to talk to you. See, what I do is, I. I'd try and stay late one night and wait until like the office is fairly empty and then pull out the mannequin from the back of the car that looks a little <laughs> like it and then stick that in, you know, stick that in your little cubicle or whatever. And then after a couple of days, people are like, oh, Mandy's not talking to us. Mandy's a bitch. <laughs> well, 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 let's not talk to her either. And then switch it back out and then no one will talk to you and be like, ah, bliss. That'd be nice. I always have, like, this one guy that comes up and talks to me, like, on break or I'm on my lunch. And, like, we get coffee break. So I usually don't leave my desk. I'll just sit there, spend my 15 minutes watching shit on YouTube on my phone. And he'll come up to me and start talking to me. I'm like, it's fucking break. Fuck off. (laughs) Uh, There was a guy I used to work with, and it didn't matter what what activity you were doing. You could have been talking to someone else. You could be sitting there reading a book. He would talk to you. (laughs) And it didn't matter what you were talking about or what you were doing. He had some knowledge on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, it, it sort of, I, I remember the first time I took a comic book to work and I was sitting there reading that. And he was telling me about how he and his friend, when they were younger, made their own and were selling it at school. I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to find out how hard Captain America is going to punch the Red Skull in the face. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even in this equation. I just want you to be quiet. Yeah. If, it, if it was the other way around and I came in and he was reading, which I don't actually think he could read, <laughs> but if he was reading or he was on his phone or whatever, he was talking to someone, I'd sort of, you know, give them a little wave or whatever and then just go about my shit. You know, usually get a cup of coffee, 
go sit down and be quiet until I have to talk to anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And no, no point when I just sort of, I, I, you know, I, I walk past to the coffee machine and go, like, all right. And then if you talk to me, if you spoke to me, then I'd stay and I'd be like, oh, that's so what you're doing. But if you were in the middle of something, I wouldn't ever dare just be like, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Hmm? Huh? See, I think it's worse. Like the guy in my work that just drives me nuts all the time, anyways. But he'll come up to me and talk to me about work shit, or like it's lunchtime, it's twelve. I'm trying to fucking leave, and he's just coming. Like, oh, so do you know about this? And it's like, fuck off. <laughs> you know, I'm going for lunch. Save it for after lunch. It fucking drives me nuts. <sighs> that, guy, that, that guy's a jerk. Yes, he is. The funny thing is, too, he's Asian, but he doesn't know how to program. <laughs> he's the worst stereotype ever. Yes, exactly. What the hell is wrong with him? Exactly. <laughs> you know what? That's just shattered my whole belief system that all stereotypes were true. <laughs> yeah. in, in, in my head, you know, like, all, all, all Americans are super nice. All British complain the time, like all the time, and all mm-hmm. French people smell of onions. Yep, that's how I understood the universe to be, and now it's not true, and now I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> Americans aren't all nice. <laughs> Canadians are nice. American. <laughs> I looked at someone sent me a a little meme a while ago of it was like a a, a U.S. cop, and he's in the like he's in court and he's giving a statement and he's sort of like he's got his hands out oh yeah like and you know sort of like the illustrating pew, pew, pew that he's one. got a gun yeah and he's just like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> America yeah. it's just so it's like that's exactly how the world sees you people yep exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I was talking to a friend of mine Chris who lives uh, down in Tampa and we got onto the subject of you know, guns and the Second Amendment and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he was just saying, it's like, I, I know how to shoot a gun. You know, I'm sort of, in my youth, I, you know, sort of went and, you know, I had sort of like lessons, mm-hmm. you know, how to do it. And we did like firearm safety and all that kind of thing. And he was like, you know, I, you know, I did it for a few years in high school and, you know, I got pretty good at it. But at no point have I ever thought, I really need to go and buy a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I love the fact that Obama's turned around and he's gone, well, maybe we shouldn't let everyday ordinary folks be able to buy military grade assault rifles. Yeah. M- maybe that's a bad thing. And everyone's just going, nope, second amendment. Yeah. Second amendment. Well, and then like a lot of states like Georgia and stuff now passed it where you can bring a gun into church. Why? What is happening in your church? Where you need to bring a gun. <sighs> I don't understand. It. I don't get it. Uh, I know my uncle was telling me about um, sort of right restrictions in Canada because he's for most of the time he's spent over there. He's worked in and around like a cattle ranch. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's you know he's done trucking jobs and various other things throughout his life. But most of his time over there, he's worked with cattle and. One place that he was at, for, he was there for quite a long time. He was there for about 15, 20 years. Uh, it was a place called Black Bear Ranch. 
Okay. Up in, um, I think it's Red Deer, Alberta. Oh yeah. And you know, I was, you know, I remember asking him once. He's like, "Oh, why do they call it Black Bear Ranch?" He's like, "Because there's black bears everywhere." <laughs> um, and you know, it's sort of you know, w- working in any kind of fa- farm scenario, you end up having a gun. Yeah. E- either for you know, sort of, a, you know, a mercy killing of an animal, or just to ward off, you know, angry bears. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, and it, we got talking about this the last time he was over, and he was saying that his the shotgun that he has is a it's like a you know pump action twelve gauge, I think he said it was, and he was like, well, by Canadian law, it can only hold three shells. Yep, he's not allowed to hold anymore. Yep, um, and you know, he was saying that there's um, you know, there's someone had been busted some somewhere near him. Uh, a few, you know, a few months back, because he had a, you know, he had like a twenty-shot rifle on him. Oh wow! It's like, yeah, that's illegal. Yeah, you know, it's like, I, I, un- I understand the need for a gun in that capacity, where you know, there's a bear coming and he's going to eat your livelihood. Fire off a couple of rounds into the air, scare the bear away. Everyone's happy. Yeah, but when you're like, well. I need a gun because what if someone comes in my house with a gun? If someone comes into my house with a gun, they can just take whatever the fuck. Yeah, they want. Exactly. I'm, I'm not going to be like you ain't having none of this shit. It's like no, just take whatever you want. I'll sit here quietly. Yeah. Good day to you, sir. My well, insurance will cover all this shit. Most of the people around here, like that I know with guns, have been hunters. And yeah. to get to get a gun here, you have to do. I think it's like four four weekends or four like full days of a firearm safety course so you have to get your fac which is a firearm certificate and it's like 500 bucks or something to take the course and it's basically designed for you to fail they don't teach you stuff in it they kind of go in expecting you to know shit so like our friends went and they said that there was one girl in the class or something that made some joke about like oh they're like oh if there's a deer crossing or something like that and they kicked her out and like they they'll be like okay so here you have this whatever shotgun it is and then they put all these the different shells on the table and they make you pick which ones go into it Mm. and if you don't know they're like well you know you have to get the proper ones and our friend was like uh if i went to the store i'd ask them for the ones that go for the gun like i'm not going to be picking random shotgun shells at the store (laughs) you know and it's just like it's it's so restrictive that it's almost like the complete opposite how Americans are and there almost yeah. needs to be like something in the middle where it's not so crazy restrictive but like still to that point and I think I don't know like I heard that in England that you have to like you get guns but you have to like see what it's for so I don't know if that's true or not but that's what like we heard from people so it's like if you're like you know you're hunting partridge you go and you have your rifle and it's for hunting the specific yeah. animal or whatever yeah, I mean, ev- everything changed sort of when when there was the you know the Dunblane shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy goes into a, a primary school. He's got a rifle and a handgun, and just murders a bunch of teachers and children. Yeah. I, I I forget why he did it. I think he was just psychotic. But within days of that happening, you know handgun ownership became illegal in this country you're not legally allowed to own a handgun yeah 
and you know the sales of rifles became super restricted you know it's like you say if you you know if you're you know if you're a farmer and you've got a gun you need to you need to you know stay exactly what it's for and you know there's i think it's still like annual checks you know they come round and they check like is it locked securely yes is it cleaned properly you know is it functioning all right yes where's your ammunition oh that's locked away over here you know it's it's one of those things that i can there there are certain there are certain parts of the world and there are certain you know careers in the world where owning a gun makes sense mm -hmm. but yeah. i don't I, I don't think everyday schmoes yeah, like you and me should be allowed to walk down the street no. with a fucking desert eagle strapped <laughs> to our thigh. Yeah, and no just shit. Be like, just be like, you're gonna fuck with me, America. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. That that's how shit gets bad. That's yep. how it gets worse. I mean, we don't we don't really have that much of a gun problem over here. There there, there are still shootings that happen, but our like knife crime is dramatically up from knife crime in america yeah that's that's the way it is here too like there's a lot of stabbings <laughs> yeah and it's just it's you know pe people will find ways to fuck each other up yeah exactly that's just that is human nature we're basically built to you know take whatever we can get and fight for it that's that's how we're built but no one's no one seems to be happy with what they get you know, so it's always like, well, you know, that that guy, that guy's got a new car. I don't like that guy. I'm going to go over and shoot him. Like, why? Yeah, you're not going to get that car. Yeah, you, you 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 know, it's not like going to the fairground and you shot a couple of ducks, so they're going to give you a stuffed fucking animal. Yeah, it's like it, that that doesn't happen. What's going to happen is they will find you. They will put you in a very dark hole, and if you're super super lucky, you'll have a cellmate who isn't going to rape you on an hourly basis. Yeah, exactly. You know, so at what point does at what point does someone just turn around and be like, "Oh well, I need a gun," but then I've got a gun in that room, so I'm gonna have to put a gun in this room. Yeah, I need a bigger gun, and then he's yeah. got a bigger gun, so I need a bigger gun. Yeah, you know, but you know, we're 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 talking about the you know we're talking about the country that was the first one to drop a nuke. Yeah, on an enemy nation, just be like, "Ah, fuck you, Japan." Yeah. Yeah, you know, so the, the, you know, for the longest time, they were like, "Oh, well, our nuclear weapons are a deterrent. Yeah. No, no one's going to fuck with us because we will nuke them." Yeah, like, well, how is that? Did that help you with nine eleven? Yeah, exactly. But, were they afraid of your nukes then? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just fucking crazy. I don't know. America. <laughs> America. <laughs> It was that not that not that I agree with anything that Piers Morgan says or does, or neither do I agree with his right to continue living. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, he had a guy on his show in America a couple of years ago. You've probably seen the clip online, where he was I think he was some guy from the NRA, and they were talking after this one particular school shooting, and mm -hmm. you know Piers Morgan brought up you know gun control and this guy just flips out and he's sort of like 1776 bitch yeah yeah you know, we'll go to fucking war with you it's like you just sound like a right-wing douche mm -hmm. and there's you and piers morgan and somehow you look worse than piers morgan <laughs> yeah. that's when that's when you know you done fucked up son yep you know <laughs> that's <It's>, bad <laughs> if, if you if you 
if you come out of any situation and you that that's how everyone should live everyone should live their life as if i do this or i say this will i be worse than piers morgan <laughs> and if that happens if it's like yeah i will be worse than piers morgan then you know what don't do it don't do it don't say it <laughs> just just shut up and get on with your life you know <laughs> exactly god america <laughs> pee, 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 pee. that's pretty much it that's what they are <laughs> Oh, not all of them are bad. There are some very no. nice ones. You know? No, I know some nice ones too. But and and any Americans listening, we're not we're not just picking fun at you <laughs> for, for the you know for the sake of it. We're not just bullies. So, some of you are very near and dear to us. Commonwealth unite! <laughs> yeah. God save our gracious queen. But, okay, so the queen with yep. her like birthday. Yeah. We get like. We watch CBC News here every morning, and, like, there was, like, I think the whole day, they, like, didn't even have news. It was just all Queen birthday shit. Yep. And we're like, there's news. There's news happening in the world, but everything's just Queen's birthday. And then so at the little bottom of the screen, there's a little ticker, and we're, like, trying to read that to see, like, the actual real news. Oh, yeah. That's um, that's how it is when it comes to the royals. Um, I remember the day um, Princess Diana died. Yeah. And... Every channel, pretty much, just had rolling footage of yeah. people on the scene. Yep. And it was every like every channel all day. Well, uh, same with uh, the wedding. Yeah. Oh, William my, and know, Kate. You know what happens to me the day of the wedding? I went and watched Thor. <laughs> That's what I did. Just to get away from it. Yeah. And the girl that I was seeing at the time, she was sort of like... How do you not care? I was like, <laughs> because it's not my fucking wedding. Yeah. I was like, it's nothing to do with me. It's like, I wish them both the best of luck. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I I hope they have a happy and successful marriage. You know, all the best of them. But I'm not sitting in and watching some people get married yeah. when I can like, go watch The Mighty Thor. There was people at my job that like had it on their computer and they're all huddled around it, watching at work. I'm like, it's work. Do work. <laughs> you know, no, it's just it's crazy. the The only good thing about that whole thing was if you worked the day of the royal wedding, you got an extra day off. Oh wow! It. That that was the only upside to the royal wedding. That's crazy. I mean, it didn't really affect me because I had a great day anyway. I think yeah. I went and ate, I think I went and ate a burrito, and then I watched Thor, <laughs> and, it, and it was super fun. Um, yeah, I. I, I I pissed off someone at work the other week because of my hypothetical wedding. <laughs> oh, oh, we're on the subject of wedding. Um, I was I'd say somehow we got on, we got on to talking about weddings, and I was just like, "Well, no one's invited to mine." And I'm like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" I was like, "I I personally believe that the wedding day, the actual act of getting married, should be between two people that love each other." They're the only ones that should be concerned with the wedding. And I've seen far too many people who've had like a horrible fucking time because, you know, they've had to invite this crazy old yeah. aunt and this racist uncle. And, you know, these two people in the family don't get on, but they've got to come because it's the wedding. Yeah. And then all everyone does is they just complain about the day. They complain about the bride and groom. 
yeah. and then when they come round, they're like, "Oh, you look so lovely! Congratulations!" And then as soon as they've gone, oh, have you have you seen her fucking dress? Have you seen his suit? Oh, I was could have done something. That was fucking, you know, blah 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 blah. Like, no, fuck that shit. I was like, if I get married, it will be me and my beloved, and we'll go to Gretna, or we'll just go somewhere where you can go get married. We'll go, we'll have our witnesses there, which hopefully will be on staff. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the whole vows thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I pronounce you, happily married couple, you know, go off and hump somewhere. Yeah. You know, we go off, have a nice little, you know, honeymoon, some time and some time away, and then come back and be like, oh, guys, we got married. Uh, if you want to throw us a party, then go for it, but we don't really care. Yeah, and- I, I can see that, like from my wedding like i don't even remember most of it it was just like so much stress and formality and i don't like i don't like having to like sit there and be forced to talk to people and make the like yeah. big small talk and all of that and then like even the reception i literally spent most of it outside in we got married in march and i spent most of it outside boiling because i was super hot <laughs> see yeah you you shouldn't have to go the the that day was about you mm-hmm. and your husband. It wasn't about anybody else. Yep. Nobody nobody else had to be there other than the person who was marrying you. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this is what I don't get about weddings. People are so they get so stressed out about it. My sister was telling me about a friend of hers who's just spent like nearly twenty thousand on a wedding. Wow. It's like what? What yeah. have you bought? It's like Unless you bought some robot men to, you know, push <laughs> yeah. the wedding for you, I don't see how you've spent that much money. Yeah. But they've spent it on like a lavish location. You know, the dress is really expensive. The catering's really expensive. I was like, no, don't. Just yeah. <laughs> you and your beloved go somewhere that will marry you, get married, be happy together, and then when you come home. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, we got married." Yeah. Now, if if you know, if if, it's, you know, if you're, you're close with your parents or whatever, and they're able to go, and you want them to be there, then great. Be like, "Oh, we're gonna go get married." It's a tiny little thing, you know. Because at the end of the day, once you've gotten married, you can say to your parents, "Thank you for coming. I'm gonna go have sex with my newly married person." Yeah. Bye bye, and they, they they'll be like, "Oh, I remember those days." Yeah, exactly. You know, and they'll probably just go and sit in a pub somewhere and be like, "Oh, that was lovely." I think then, that, like, if I could do it again, like, if we, you know, doing it, looking back on it, we would have just had like our parents and then maybe like one best friend and like yeah. that small, like just like you know, four yeah. people, five people, and that would have been it. Uh, the last one I went to was a, it was a couple of years ago, and um, my then girlfriend's sister was one of the bridesmaids, and we were all going in her car, so we had to be there super early. You know that the the wedding wasn't till like half past eleven or something, and we had to be there from like nine in the morning. Oh yeah, because we were getting a lift with them. So we're just sitting around all day, and we're just like, oh, it's boring, it's boring, it's boring. And then, like the reception comes, like the the, the actual marriage ceremony. Sorry, that happens. I was like. This is kind of boring. This is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. That kid's running up and down. Someone stop that kid before I slap it. And then there's like a three hour wait for the meal. 
So you're sitting around again. Then there's the meal, and there's the really horrible speeches. Yeah. And both of like both of the dads made the same. I got this off a website on the internet. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, just just. Just, just say what's in your heart. You don't have to get something from the fucking internet. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, there was this shitty little disco that went on afterwards. And oh, I was just sitting there and I was like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Oh, yeah, I've got babysitting duty now. Right. I've got to look after some horrible kids that I hate. <laughs> Great. And then it was, oh, well, have you seen this person? They've just done this. Have you seen this person? They've yeah. just done that. So like, I don't care. Yeah, you know, and then and, you know, at one point the bride and groom come round to talk to everybody, and the bride gets there, and we're like, "Oh, you know, congratulations, you little." little bit. And she's like, "I just want to get my jeans on. I don't yeah. want to wear this f-ing dress anymore." It's like, then why get married in a big white dress? <laughs> yep. Why not go somewhere where you can get married in your jeans yeah. in whatever's comfortable? Yeah, you know, I've said for the longest time now. Like, I don't care where I get married as long as I can wear Converse and some comfy clothes. <laughs> exactly. And that's what it should be about. Yeah. It shouldn't be about, like, all the, you know, tradition of everything and, you know, you have to have this and you have to have that. It's like, it's whatever you want. It's between you two. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know, I'm... I think what I need to do is just find find myself a woman that's quite happily to go to some sort of like dungeon to have the wedding, mm-hmm. and then none of the family will want to come. Yep. And be like, oh, well, we're gonna have a gimp do the ceremony. Yeah. yeah. There's um an Irish guy I know, and him and his girlfriend were there. I can't even remember where they were. I think they were like in France or something, just on vacation. Yeah. And they were doing like a tour of like one of those little like old villages. So there was like the old blacksmith and everything. Yeah. And they just decided spur of the moment, get married there. They like got one of like the the old timey people to sit there and marry them, and that was their wedding. <laughs> you know, just like boom, Genius. done. <laughs> yeah. Genius. That yeah, those people deserve some kind of medal. Yeah, so that, that's that, that's fantastic. That's how it should be. It shouldn't be this day where you have to take everyone else's thoughts into consideration. Well, the and that's, the that's is what about, it is. Yeah, it it feels like you're doing it for everyone else. Yeah, and not for for you. You know, it, it should be whatever makes you happy. And you know, it's like if I, you know, the next time I get into a serious relationship, if she turns around to me and is like, "Well, I've got to have a big white wet, like big white wedding," I'd be like, "Well, it looks like we're not getting married this year." <laughs> um, Good luck with that. Yeah, you, you have fun. I'm glad I took all those videos of you on my phone. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it's just crazy. I, I mean, I remember talking to my my friend Victoria that I used to work with at HMV when I was still there. Uh, she's got a job now where the, her title, as she so lovingly puts it, is I'm a wedding pixie. <laughs> uh, she she does catering for weddings. Oh yeah, um, a place in uh, place in York, and she's yeah. You know, every, every so often, I get a message off her and just be like, oh, this wedding was horrible. Uh, one I remember last summer, all of the tables were named after famous like horror movie characters. Oh, wow. So they didn't have names or numbers or anything. There was like a picture of Freddy Krueger. Oh my god! And Jason Voorhees and yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she's like, I could have really done with you at work today. <laughs> I was like, why? Yeah. She's like, oh well, who who was the guy who was in Halloween? 
It's like Michael Myers. She's like, that's who it was. I kept getting told to go to the Michael Myers table and I couldn't find it. (laughs) And, you know, it's just... She was the one who, I think, got me onto the subject of just going off somewhere and getting married. Because she was the same. She's like, I've seen too many weddings now. And the only good part of the wedding that I go to is if there's food left over, I sometimes get to eat it. (laughs) So you sometimes get, like, a delightful wedding meal for free. It's like... Why do people do it to themselves? Why do they yeah. why do they go through so much stress and so much anguish just because, you know, their their, their mums decided how their wedding's going to be or yeah. their dad's like, "Well, your wedding has to be like this because I'm paying for it." Or, you know, all that kind of shit. It's like, "No, just go go fucking do it." You know, some of my sister's friends, they went to Vegas and got married. Yeah, I've known people that did that too. And they're just like, "You know, let's just go to Vegas. Let's just get it done." We'll have a holiday in Vegas. We'll come home and we'll be husband and wife. Yeah. Fuck it. And, you know, they, they just went on their own. I don't think they took any family with them. And they just went and did it and came back and like, oh, we're married now. Yep. If you want to get us a gift, that'd be cool. But you don't have to, you know. Yeah. So why, why go through all that shit? You know, it's like, can, can you honestly say if you look through like your entire family, you know, extended family, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff, that you like every single one of them? No. And like, even going through with my wedding and inviting all the people, a lot of it was like, well, if we invite these people, we have to invite these ones. Exactly. And it's yeah. like, have to invite them. And it's like, my parents inviting their friends. I'm like, I don't even know them. Yeah. You know. you know, why Why am I inviting them to our wedding? Like, you know, there's not even people that I'm close with, but it's like, oh, you have to invite them. Yeah, I remember uh, one of my cousins getting married and they invited my mum and dad because my mum is her godmother, I think. And, you know, it's like me and my brother and my sister, we didn't get an invite. And my brother and my sister were like, oh, well, we didn't get an invite to this wedding. Yeah. What's going on? And I'm like, you don't have to go to a wedding. This yeah. is the best weekend <laughs> ever. I was like, they're going to be gone all day. We can do what we want. Yeah. And we don't have to go to a wedding. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Yeah. And my sister brought it up a little while ago. It's like, oh, yeah, we didn't get invited to that wedding. I was like, why do you care? Yeah. You clearly don't want to go because you're so fucked off by it. But you just, you need to be invited to it. It's like, no, you don't. Just, let's just. Forget all about it. I don't. I don't want to go spend my day off watching some other folks get married. Yeah, that, that to me sounds like the worst way to spend the day. <laughs> yep. I I had a job in uh, at university when I was. Um, I did some wedding films. You know, a friend of mine had a you know had a little business set up where they go and record weddings for people. Oh, and yeah. Every so often, they're like, "I need another set of hands. Are you free?" It's like, yeah, okay. So, you know, go down and it's like, you know, go set up the camera and just stand there and wait for them to finish. And it's like, right, you know, we need to get the shots of them coming out and all that kind of stuff and put together like a whole wedding video for them. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is the dullest thing. I remember one that we did. There was this little toddler running up and down the aisle. And half of the video was me just following this kid because this kid was making me laugh. (laughs) And it would run up to people. And like try and scare them, and they'd like shh, and he'd just be like no, and he'd just go run off somewhere else. It's like this kid has got it right. This kid knows what he's doing. That's awesome. <laughs> that is exactly how it should be. Yep. 
I, I, I couldn't do it. If someone was like, oh, well, we have to get a big white wedding. We have to get married in a church. I was like, I'm not religious. I'm pretty certain if I go into a church, I will burn. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, I felt uncomfortable. It was my, um, it was my aunt's funeral um, last week, which was uh, why we're a little late doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my aunt Angela, who was my godmother, um, and yeah, they they had the service at. It's the next village up from us. It's where you know my mum and her brothers and sisters all grew up. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's this it's this beautiful little little tiny church. You know, it's been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. You know, it was a gorgeous sunny day. It's sort of it, it, you know it was sad, but it was the best day that we could get to send her off. And because she liked to be outside as much as possible, I think she would have approved of the day that we got. And you know, I'm just going in there, and I'm like, I feel really weird about coming in the church. It's <laughs> like, and I I know that it has, today has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'm here so I can say goodbye to my aunt Angela. So it's like whatever, whatever things are going through my mind, I'm just going to have to shut up and get on with it. But you know, there's they've got you know sort of songs and hymns, and yeah. I'm like with my sister, I was like, I don't know if I can sing this. It's like. <laughs> These are all fairly pro-Jesus songs, and I'm fairly anti-Jesus. <laughs> you know? I, uh, you know, I, I think faith is a beautiful thing, and if you have faith in your heart and you know you you try and be good, you know, you try and treat everyone equally, and you know that's that's fantastic. But when you start getting told that you have to follow these specific guidelines, that's where faith gets a bit muddy. Yeah. For me, there's a difference between faith and religion. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we were driving up there and my sister was like, um, oh, you can't have bread and wine when we get there. I was like, why? She's like, because you weren't confirmed as a child. I was like, if I'm going to have bread and wine, I'm going to have fucking bread and wine. (laughs) What, what are they going to do? Run a background check? Yeah, on, you know, and yeah, you know, I, I I really like my auntie Angela. She was great because she was always she was always the first person to stick up for me, and she was always the first person to let me have my say and sort of be supportive. You know, we had a really good relationship, and I know for a fact if I, if if she'd have been there with me and it's like I'm going to go get some bread and wine, I don't know about you, she'd be like, "Well, you go on, you go and get some for me as well." Like, <laughs> You know, um, yeah. It's just I, I feel weird about churches. I, I can I can appreciate them as an aesthetic thing. You know, yeah. the architecture and everything. The you know, there's some really you know really beautiful buildings around. There's a uh, the Minster, the cathedral up in York, has just finished its renovation. They've been renovating it for like ten years. <laughs> millions of pounds on it there's like a medieval stained glass window oh, wow. which is it's like 30 feet tall or something it's huge and you go inside and you just look at the scope of this thing and it's just, it's incredible you just sort of I, whenever i go there i can't help but think about like you know the construction of it and the craftsmanship that went into it and that's what i think about i don't go in there and think about god yeah i go there and it's like i'm look, i'm looking at you know this perfectly carved stone pillar and i'm like Shit, me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that we're in a church. <laughs> hey, fuck it. I don't believe in this religion. This is an amazing pillar. Um, 
I, I, I find that weird. So I, I couldn't get married in a church because, you know, I'm pretty certain most places you have to go and talk to the priest or the vicar. Yeah, I think so. And they'd be like, oh, so when's the last time you came to church? And it's like, I don't know, I think it was about, I was about five and I said I didn't want to go anymore because I wanted to watch cartoons on a Sunday. <laughs> so we stopped going. Um, I don't believe in your hocus pocus magic. Yeah. Um, and then it you know, cast me out as a sinner or whatever. But yeah, that's fine. It's his religion. He can do what he wants. Yeah, we had um, well, we got married in the hotel, so like the wedding was in one room, and then the reception was like in another room, so it was all in one place. And like all our, the people that came in from out of town stayed there, so it was all like convenient. But we had like a there was like this non-denominational reverend lady, so it was just kind of like spiritual but not religious, sort of. So it was just kind of like. And not like hippie spiritually yeah. either, but it was just you know like just someone to perform it that wasn't like a justice of the peace because we actually tried to get justice of the peace but they were booked, so we ended up with this lady and had that for you know the one performing our ceremony. So it's see, like see, I think I think I could maybe get behind like a hippie wedding in the woods. Yeah, I, I could I could get behind some sort of Wiccan ceremony. I think. hand binding. Yeah, I'd I'd be like this is. This, this is fine. I'll be like, oh, everyone, we're going to go get married in the woods. It's going to be like Game of Thrones. <laughs> the, the people would be so excited for it. Yeah. But, yeah, I I mean, it, it, to get back to my original story about how I upset my work friend was, I was like, no one's invited. And she's like, well, you're inviting me. I was like, no, no one <laughs> is getting invited. And she got really uppity with me because I wasn't inviting her to this make-believe wedding. It's <laughs> probably never going to happen because I know how much of a catch I am. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sort of resigning myself to either blow up doll or mail order bride, and even then, the mail order bride will probably run off with the blow up doll. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not holding out much hope. They have but, those real dolls now. Oh man, I'd, I'd be quite happy with a real doll. <laughs> To be, to be honest, my stipulations now are they you know they can't treat me like shit and can't accuse me of doing stuff I'm not doing. Anything else like <laughs> it's like if they don't do anything any of those, then it's fine. It's sort of you know I'm pretty certain I'm just going to get like a you know I'll find some crack whore off the street and be like we're dating now. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't care if you spend all night trying to score crack. Just it's fine. Just don't. Don't try and make out like I'm sleeping with every woman that I, you know, walk past yeah. or breathe near. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she, she's getting really uppity about it. It's like, what do you mean you not invite me? How can you not invite me? I was like, <laughs> well, first of all, this is pretend. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, I've already stated I'm not even inviting my family. Yeah. And thirdly, why would I invite you? I just work with you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fine. Oh, I'm glad you, I didn't invite you to my wedding. It's like, you got married before I even met you. <laughs> I wasn't invited, period. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, she, she she got like really, really shitty with me. And she's just like, I can't believe you're not inviting me. It's like, it's not fucking real. <laughs> oh my God. It isn't going to happen. <laughs> You're not inviting me to your fake hypothetical wedding. <laughs> yeah. God, you're such a dick, man. Why can't you invite me to this make-believe bullshit? 
I was like, I tell you what, I can't invite you to my wedding, so I'll invite you around the next time I have a wank. How's that? Because that, <laughs> that, that's more likely than me having a wedding. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I can't believe you're not going to invite me to it. It's not fucking real. God. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and he went on like this for hours and hours. Wow. And then in the end, I think I had some sort of minor seizure. <laughs> and, and sort of just blacked out. I went into this like fugue state for a little while, and then my shift was over because I don't remember <laughs> don't remember much after sort of like two and a half hours of bitchiness. Wow. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. Like people get like so upset and offended if you don't invite them to your to your wedding, and it's like, yeah. but what does it matter? Yeah. Like really, you still be friends. Like, what does it matter? Mm. <laughs> you know what? If one of my friends said around, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting married," I was like, "Oh, great!" It's like, well, we can't invite a lot of people, so unfortunately, you're not going to get you're not going to get an invite. I'd be like, "Thank you so, much. <laughs> thank you." It's like, can I send you like a bigger gift as a thank you? Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to send you some plates, but now thinking I'll send you some plates and a box of rubbers. You know, <laughs> um. Yeah, why, why on earth would you want to fucking invite a bunch of people to just stand and stare at you for two hours? And have to pay for them to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, no. It's like, we'll go off and get married. When we come back, if you want, if the weather's nice, maybe we'll have a barbecue. Yeah. Everyone, everyone bring a little something, and then I'll pretend to be interested in what you've got to say there. My dad's friends had invited people over for a barbecue and like every, you know, every month or whatever, they'd have a barbecue. So it wasn't like anything out of the ordinary. And then when they got there, they're like, surprise, we're actually getting married. And so it was like a surprise wedding at just a regular barbecue. So mm. everyone was there, you know, coming anyways for the barbecue. And it was just, you know, like a handful of people. And they're like, no, we're we're just going to get married today. And they had justice of the peace and got married and ate their barbecue. <laughs> For that I could get behind. Yeah. You get married, you get some red meat, mm-hmm. prob- you're probably going to get laid that night. No. That's a that's a pretty good day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As, as days goes, I can think of things that are considerably worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm all for that. The moral of the story is you should do... You should do what makes you happy. Yeah. You, should, you shouldn't ever do things for other people's sake. And if someone turns around and says, well, I think you should do this, if it's not something you want to do, you can tell them that I said they can go eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Which reminds me, I, th- I feel that we need to give a great big shout out to Susie. Yes, they're bag good of old, dicks. Good old Susie Q, because bless her little crafty cotton socks, she's sending me something truly amazing. I'm um, so jealous. <laughs> I, I I just can't wait until it becomes like a fabric. Yeah, that's gonna be the best thing. But she's she's gonna send me the sketch that she did, which is amazing. Which is as Susie's decided that because we talk about bags of dicks so much. Yeah, she's gonna make us a little bag that we could put dicks in. So you can get that bag of like gummy dicks and then put yeah. it in a bag with dick fabric. Yeah, <laughs> and it, but it's not just dick fabric. It's yeah. not just it, you know we're not talking just she's drawn a cock. Yeah, it's like it's well the 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 name of the piece I think is dicks in space. Yeah, because she's somehow made like a penis and it's jism into. The Milky Way galaxy. It's pretty awesome. And, you know, there are like penis comets and penis planets. And 
it, it just looks amazing. It's a pure, like, pure work of art. Yeah. It is a start. I looked at it and I was just like, I couldn't do anything that good using every part of my body. <laughs> like, even getting, like, that limitless drug, yeah. I still wouldn't be able to fucking do that. So, and she just knocks this out in, like, a couple of minutes while we were talking on Facebook one night. Yeah. And we're just like, how how is this a thing? This is I, mean, I showed some people at work and they were like, why do you want a bag of dicks? <laughs> I was like, because I say it all the time. It's the thing that I say. And then realize that they don't ever listen to what I say. Yeah. So, yeah, a giant shout out to Suzy Q. That's going to be just, pretty awesome. Just a, a talented, crafty pixie. Yes. And makes everyone's day even better. A little brighter. Yeah. With dicks in space. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I can't remember the last time a girl drew me a dick. So this <laughs> this is kind of like a milestone event for me. This, this is kind of this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you saying that I can't remember the last time a girl drew something for me, whether it was a dick or not. So <laughs> But but I am getting old and I'm increasingly more forgetful. I photoshopped um, you into Groot. <laughs> yeah, you did. You, you, made, you made me a hipster Groot, which is—I I found that on my computer a couple of weeks ago. I was transferring some photos from my phone and I just sort of scrolling back through randomly, and I was just like, hey, "What the fuck? That's Groot. Why is Groot wearing glasses? Oh wait, that's me as Groot. I remember that. Oh, good old hipster Groot. Yep." <laughs> Uh, let's hope that makes its way into Guardians too. That would be hilarious. Groot's just got glasses and the scarf on. <laughs> Every time he says "I am Groot," he just does it in a really sarcastic way. Yep. <laughs> so it's sort of like nonchalant sarcasm, you know. It's like I am Groot. <laughs> <sighs> that would be amazing. Well, I'm guessing we should probably wrap this up for today. Yeah, probably. I think we've traumatized everyone enough. <laughs> See, and like that's why I don't even bother writing anything down. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, why? It's it's less fun that way. It just goes where it goes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How can we go from you know Hitler's foot fetish yeah. to you know why weddings are stupid yeah. to dicks in space? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why, I like before jack would always be like oh yeah i know what your notes are like and shit i'm like it's more fun with no notes screw you jack (laughs) see what i think what jack forgets is we have notes because there are like sometimes there are like specific things we need to talk about or specific things that we need to remember because if i didn't write down who who it was that wrote and drew this particular comic book i'd be like oh you know it's those people those ones with names yeah exactly you know know what i'm talking about (laughs) Yeah, you know, I, I need to remember certain things because we're doing, you know, it's like actual facts that we're relaying to people. Yeah. Where, whereas this is just a regular conversation for us, <laughs> yeah. but you've recorded it. Yeah. You basically beat the CIA to the punch. Yeah. <laughs> and all of our crazy ramblings are all stored on your hard drive somewhere. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Cannibalism and everything. <laughs> I, I stand by that. I would eat vegetarians first. Sorry. <laughs> And I, I would eat a kid. <laughs> Not in like a sexy way, just for anyone who happened to miss that show. I'd like, you know, I'd kill the kid and then cook the kid and then eat the kid. Because it was either 
I live or the kid lives and the kid is a vegetarian, so yeah, he's going to die anyway. I think I actually, when I made a promo for the, for my Logie Gloss podcast, I put in the code about, like, if it's big and meaty, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> what can I say? I'm just spitting out gems all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, st- I still chuckle every time. Uh, I have to grab something with two hands. It's <laughs> you know, a two-hand job, that. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, never long bottom. <laughs> you, you giant dicked motherfucker. <laughs> See, that's just karma at work, that is. It's like weird, fat-looking kid grows up and has an enormous penis. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what can you say? You, you can't you can't be angry with him because he had a shitty run of it for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was just some buck-toothed, chubby, little whiny twat. And then now he's, you know, sex god. Yeah. So, well well played, Neville Longbottom. <laughs> Makes played, watching the movies worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, you, you played the long game and won. Congratulations, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for being on again. You're very, very welcome. I just found some random bead on my floor and I don't know what it's from. <laughs> it's nothing to do with anything. But it's just a random red bead out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> well, I have some thoughts, but you know what? We're going to wrap it up. So I'll, I'll try and write them down and remember them. <laughs> it's a little bit small. Yeah. You know, so, some, some people are very narrow. It's, it's a medical thing, you know. It's from uh, Hitler's micro penis. Yeah, <laughs> he likes to wrap them around, give him a bit more girth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Little Geek Lost. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. You can find me on littlegeeklost.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Geek Life Radio. New episodes come out every Monday, and of course, you can find me on the Menreal Network at menreal.net.